Okay, hey. Hi. <laughs> this is Surviving President Trump, a weekly podcast for friends. I'm Sean, um, and with me, I have my best friend, Brent. BFF Brent. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> that is him. Um, who knows where this will go? It's going to go everywhere. We're going to take it on the road. We're going to take it in the streets. But right now, we're in beautiful My Kitchen. It is beautiful. Sean has one of those (laughs) picnic table patterned table runners. It is really cozy in here. You got to paint a picture. Oh, and there's a fridge. There's a bunch of dirty dishes. They're very dirty, but they don't stink. They don't. So (laughs) stop. Pause. Pause in the kitchen description. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about how we feel, what we're going to do. It's November 12th right now. It's been, what does that make it? Four days? Four days too many. Only four fucking days since the election. (laughs) I mean, can we do, are we still calling it an election? Is that what, is that what the official term is? I feel like history is going to look back on this and call it something else like. (laughs) T-Day. T-Day? Yeah. So, um, Brent, who are you? How do you feel? Uh, well, I'm Brent. We've established that much. I am a queer, gay man um, who is 28 years old. So that puts me in that millennial label that I love I mean, so much. You're on, on the edge um, there. You know what? Shane? <laughs> uh, I like. To read novels. Um, how far are we going with this description? That's enough. That's enough. Pause. Um, I'm feeling every day is a little different. Totally different. Totally different. <laughs> I I mean, I think everyone has that I've talked to, everyone that I've had like really meaningful conversations with, that I am Facebook friends with, um, is going through different things. Um, I do feel a slow progression toward like... Um, activism. Yeah, activism. I mean, I was thinking more of like my anxiety level. My oh. anxiety level is kind of mellowing out. Yeah. Still feel anxious, but not like I saw I something that said it took about two weeks until the worst of people's uh, anxiety went down after 9 11. So oh, no. it's probably similar to that <laughs> for a lot of us. Things you're not allowed to say on radio. Well, luckily on Surviving President Trump, yeah. we are like the deep cable of podcasts. It's the safest space. Because nobody will ever listen to it. I know, and that's so freeing. <laughs> it's so freeing. It's so freeing. But you know, Sean, they said that about a lot of things. Like, they probably said that about, I don't know, think of a weird, think of like RuPaul's Drag Race. Ru was like, you know... Is this our uh, fuzzy... RuPaul's Drag Race Season 1 filter moment. <laughs> it is. <laughs> back. The fuzziness is the echoey. Yeah. Echo chamber that we're in. It is. Um, Everyone, I just moved that chair. You probably heard it extremely loud. Sean's probably going to type later. You're going to hear that. <laughs> up close and personal. That's very true. You're going to be like, I'm in the laptop. Tone it so, down. Yeah. Ask me how I feel. I would love to. How are you feeling, Sean? I'm feeling good today. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm feeling actually good i cried yesterday okay i got all that out was um, it a long cry sesh it was sobbing moments? but first you know what actually um 
I didn't talk about me at all. I'm 27. Yeah. 26. Who are you? I'm 26. I forgot. <laughs> Do you want to be 27? <laughs> I forget how old I am. It's 20. I'm 26. I live alone. Everything is solitary. Everything's terrible. <laughs> I have a shitty job in tech support. I have a lot of video games I don't play. And on that note, so I was sobbing. <laughs> so I was sobbing while you, were, while you were playing video games? After. Uh, okay. Because when I was done, I turned on Chelsea. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I turned on Chelsea, and there she is, like the strongest woman that I have seen recently on television. Can I fill in some deets, though, yeah. about Chelsea? So for those of you who don't know, Chelsea Handler has a Netflix TV show. <laughs> For those of you, all, all, all of zero <laughs> listeners, Chelsea has a Netflix TV show, and she um, it airs three days a week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, she films it the day before. This week, there was no episode on um, Thursday, which means they didn't film on Wednesday, which is the day after the election. So the episode that did air was aired Friday. Yeah. It was filmed Thursday, and yeah. it's just... I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's, okay, like every, beginning of every episode, she does that thing where she's like, oh, hello, mm-hmm. didn't even do that. <laughs> right off the bat, she's just sitting down at, like, the chair that she interviews people at, and she's, like, totally somber, and she's just like, Barbara Boxer, Senator Barbara Boxer's here, and they just start talking right away, and it was totally fine. Everything was totally fine. Barbara was like, positive messages and everything. But then, I don't even remember the question, but, oh, she asked Barbara Boxer, like, have you talked to Hillary yet? Because I yeah. know you guys are basically family. And Barbara Boxer starts, like, crying. Like, almost crying. And then Chelsea starts literally crying. Yeah. With tears streaming down her face. And then I started sobbing <laughs> because it's so real. It got so real. I've been avoiding all media. Have you been avoiding certain things? Uh, most things. And actually, we'll get to this later today, but I <sighs> might start avoiding um, the media. <laughs> like, I might start avoiding yeah. the corporate, I, I unliked, corporate entities. I unliked like Vox and like all that shit because yeah. it's all bullshit. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so I'm crying. Um, fun fact, earlier that day... When I woke up, I had seen that my dad had texted me at 5 a.m. And it was all this stuff. And I never, like, actually read any texts I get from my parents because usually yeah. it's, like, abusive. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> hashtag uh, real talk. Hashtag real talk. But all I saw was, like, election and, like, you owe me a response. So what? I ignored it. And I didn't read it. So then... I told my sister, like, yeah, dad probably got drunk and, like, texted me some shit about the election. Um, while I'm crying at Chelsea, she messages me, like, oh, hey, uh, dad apparently didn't vote and he supports us and you should read those texts. So I did. <laughs> and. I cry. <laughs> he started talking about his brother who died, who was gay. And how he fought for us, and I'm living a better life because of him, and I can be out, and You're all dead? this stuff. Yeah, my my dad. <laughs> so then I just start sobbing even more, 
And the, the funny part is, I, I texted him back, like, oh, I'm sorry, I was too nervous to read this before, but now I'm sobbing. Thank Aww. you, I love you, or whatever. And all he sent me back was a fucking heart face emoji. Aww, dad emoji. But <laughs> hashtag dad things. He later cried at Home Depot <laughs> with my sister. With my sister, who is a lesbian. Or at least, you know, she's in there. Yeah. She dates women. So they're both at Home Depot. <laughs> it's just funny, but... Fun fact about Home Depot, and we'll get to this later, but <laughs> you should not shop at Home Depot if you care about uh, progressive issues. That makes sense. Yeah. Lowe's. We're Lowe's gonna, spot on. Really? Yeah. That's the progressive drywall store. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever building a house. If you're rebuilding Flint, Michigan, shop at Lowe's. Perfect. Were you done with how you felt? I just kind of wanted to get in there. Um, yeah, we did a really cool thing. So we're going to talk about this. Like, I keep saying that, um, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit now. So I went to like a supportive meeting today with a bunch of strangers. There was only one person I actually knew there. And we did this thing where we did like these I statements. And it was, I'm carrying with me this since the election. Um, and kind of tying into what... I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of, like, uncertainty. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, um, even with some of the news that you, I think you're going to mention um, that's come out, we still don't know a lot about where the, God, I don't even want to say this, the Trump administration stands or what they're going to do or how they're going to do it or how many rights they're going to strip away yeah. exactly. So I'm still in the uncertainty phase of it. Mm-hmm. However, that's really cool. Um, for me to be in because I love um, reading and researching and that's what I'm doing. I like have requested like 10 books to come in at the library. I've been just educating myself on things like the book I'm reading right now is on like global finance and how you can basically hack the market and like just not buy into these structures as they exist in the world. Um, Anyway. Oh. Yeah, so it's really cool. That's um, intense. It's really intense. But yeah, I'm, that's what I'm feeling. Um, and Do you want me to put up Brent's reading list on the website? I would love that. Yeah. I, I've, it's going to grow and grow and grow, but um, Brent's reading list would be fantastic. Well, or you could do it because you have... Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a p- true partnership. Yeah. SurvivingPresidentTrump.com. The passwords. Um, yeah, do we, let's talk a little bit about what we hope to do together. Yeah. Um, if you hadn't noticed, the podcast is called Surviving President Trump. That is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. We are going to survive. So if either of us, if anything happens to either of us, it's because this podcast didn't work out and we failed. So just kidding. That's not what's going to happen. Listen or we die. Listen or we die. No, um, we... (laughs) I foresee this podcast covering a lot of different ground as far as, like, not just focusing on, like, the politics of things, but probably mostly. Um, I don't know what you, some of your thoughts on it. Okay. (laughs) I started this and messaged you and bought a domain and put it up before you even responded because I needed to (laughs) have talks with you regularly for emotional support. So I feel this is a good venting podcast. Oh, yeah. If anyone wants to, like, comment, 
do it. We'll have you on, like, whatever. Um, what support. Someone's thinking of you. Yeah. What Sean doesn't know is that I've already kind of visioned this for, like, 20 years out <laughs> when Trump is no longer president. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's so big. It's, like, the coolest thing. It's so big. Yeah, your 20-year so plan. We're going to be, like, Skyping from, like, coast to coast. <laughs> doing this. Or whatever, whatever technology has replaced Skype. Yeah. Or, like, neural implants yeah. or something. But, um, yeah, I... I like the idea of a weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, there might be weeks that are harder than others, <laughs> yeah. depending on the news that week. Yeah. But um, definitely the emotional support aspect of it is, I mean, I already feel better just talking yeah. about <laughs> that. So. And then yeah. I think we have to try to figure out how we're going to get better. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah. And if you're not there yet, if you are listening, again, if, um, <laughs> if you're not there yet, that's okay. That's something I learned today. Not that I wouldn't have learned it, but, you know, wherever you're at in the process, if you are still, like, in mourning, if you're so anxious that you just aren't doing anything, you're just, like, you know, kind of crawling and staying secluded, like, wherever you're at, you know, as long as you're, you know, feeling, <laughs> like, you can reach out and get help if you need it. Like, that's okay. Like, wherever you're at is okay. Yeah. Um, like, I'm ready to think about those things I can do to not only feel better, but, like, to affect small change in my own life. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had recorded this yesterday, yeah. <laughs> it would have been a different... It would have been a different feel. Yeah. Um, I was not ready. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Yeah, so there's that, and then activism, all that stuff. Yeah. So... Anyway, the news. What's in the news? Hashtag. Is that, that's like trademarked SNL. Probably not say that. They don't, they don't have, they don't, they don't trademark every. What's in the news? I want her to have her own movies so bad. Or her own like newscast. Her own podcast. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so there's a lot of uncertainties. We don't know what the fuck's going to happen with this administration. Um... That's what I was hoping, at least. <laughs> I was I was really hoping, like, you know, maybe it'll be fine. Like, maybe people have this idea of Trump that he's, like, a liberal New Yorker in a racist clothing. <laughs> like, yeah. he's just using that because he's, like, smart enough to know to, like, how to get into office. There's that, like, fake meme quote floating out there that's been out there for the last... At least that if he ran for office, he'd run as a Republican because yeah. they're stupid and he'd probably win. It's not true. If you didn't know, yeah. that never happened. But that I think feeds into that, like, oh, well, he, you know, he lives in New York. Like, how, yeah. how racist are you really if you live in New York? And no. like, turns out you can be really, you can be bad, and you can enable a lot of that yeah. hate speech. Um, and fun fact, uh, Hitler, <laughs> the New York Times published a piece. Checked on Snopes. This is real. <laughs> they, they said that we shouldn't worry so much about Hitler's anti-Semitism because he's just, like, using it to get into office or whatever. Uh, it didn't turn out to be true. I don't know if you've ever heard of Hitler. Who's Hitler? <laughs> said no one. But, so I think we know more than we think we do. For example, um, the some head of the... 
transition is from some hate group for LGBT that's like a designated hate group, like the family. Oh, the mayor, the, yeah. I don't know what the, I, I can. Two things. I don't know if this is true. I didn't check this one. <laughs> and the other thing is, I don't know the name of it, but I did check that Pence is in fact going out and saying and confirming that he will repeal uh, like gay marriage, and he will be anti-LGBT. Like he was in interviews and stuff, and that's real. So um, exciting! Yeah, so exciting. And <laughs> and um, it's the um, there's the Family Research Council. Family Research Council that have basically laid out a plan that says this is what we're looking forward to. It's a hate group. Yeah, <laughs> it's been like I I've heard again. I don't want to fall for this fake liberal news when fake conservative news got us here, but I've heard that they're, like, officially designated a hate group by whoever does that, so... I mean, even if they're not, like, shouldn't they be? They or, are. You know? Yeah. Um, so that sucks. So based on that, I'm pretty sure it's just gonna be uh, the worst. The worst of it is coming. It's all gonna be real. At least they're gonna try. Like, this, this notion that they're not gonna try for all this shit, because yeah. you just can't imagine... Uh, it, I think it's weird. and like I feel like it's so. I mean, I think that's one of the reasons it's so important to find your tribe, like right now, like find your support group right now <laughs> yeah. because you're gonna need them. But also, um, I think it's so naive of this administration to think that they can push this agenda forward. Like I know Congress is red, I know the Senate is red, I know the administration is bleeding red, um, but. These groups have gotten a taste of progress, you know, like, and to remove it or to attack them or to go after them in any way, shape, or form, I think is going to have bad consequences for the government. I mean, people yeah. aren't going to, people aren't going to not fight this. Yeah. People are going to be like, this is stupid. They're already, how many days are we since the election? And every single... Four days. Four days. <laughs> every single night there have been marches, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, and we'll be in some. And we're going to be in some <laughs> on Monday um, yeah. with the first one. So to think that you can get anywhere with these things, I mean, you, even if they get through X, Y, and Z, there's going to be public outcry. Yeah. Um, and people keep saying that they don't have a mandate to do these things or something because they didn't win the popular vote. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. Like, I don't, I don't really understand that. There's some really darkly red, dark red states out there that things are going to get done. So if anything, yeah. you know, at the state level, it's going to trickle down okay so bad news good news yeah uh healthcare yeah there's some nuances there uh <laughs> apparently he kind of walked back his com okay. complete hate of obamacare stance he said he would look into it he's googling it right now. he's like looking into it like you know maybe we will maybe we won't with bated um, breath. This is like, you know, do you remember the debate when he was like, you know, it's, it's, I might, yeah. I might, uh, I might concede, I might not. We'll see. I'll keep you in suspense. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Trump is doing right now. Um, it is, it's really the Trump show. It is. On this day's episode, on this, on this hour of the Trump Daily News. Yeah. It's also disappointing that there's not like a Hillary-led, like, coalition that's like, like she's disappeared. She's, yeah, she, she's waking up crying every day, too. She gave her concession speech, and she's done. 
it's like... And it took her over 24 hours to prepare for that moment. No, it was... It... Oh, wait, no, that was the next morning. Sorry, I watched it about a day later because I was so upset. No, it was the morning. Was it the morning after or was it the day after that? No, it was the morning after. It was Wednesday. It was Wednesday because I I was so emotion- in such emotional upheaval that I couldn't stop throwing up. And I left work early and fell asleep and I woke up. I saw her concession probably around like three or four oh, is when yeah. I watched it. So yeah, it was the next day. Sorry, that was a weird comment that I made. I saw it live at work. But um, yeah, it's disappointing that... I mean, I know why she's not, like, leading a revolution, but, like, <laughs> she's not even, like, in the news. She's, like, she's gone. Do you really think she has? Because my feeling is kind of this, but, like, I think, think when I really think about it, it doesn't make sense. Like, do you really think that she has such admiration and, and faith in, like, the idea of the system and the system itself that she's just like, yeah, okay, this I, makes sense? Or do you think she's, met, like, do you think she's like, fuck this, I... There should be electoral college reform. There should be higher voter turnout. Like she's a stone cold liberal feminazi bitch that just got backed into a corner so many times that she knows when to keep her mouth shut. Now, yeah, it's like the sex most sexist thing ever. Um, her the so I think that like she knows she has to like give this speech. But I feel like she's really having the same conversations that we are. Like, yeah. I am hoping maybe she's like figuring out how she can help. Maybe she's like scheming. Yeah, I didn't um, participate, but she had like a live like phone chat thing yesterday or the day before. Like you can like you could like go online and she was just talking. Like people would call in. Hillary. Like, yeah, she was just like talking to people. Oh, um, really? Yeah, she was just like, I was like reading about it a little she hasn't bit. Disappeared. But she's not. I mean, she's not necessarily active right now. And I got an email from like Robbie Mook, and it was like, we can all do things, and here's the three things that we can all do next, and like vote, and blah blah blah. And so it's like, okay, like there's some sort of yeah. thought process for like what's next. But um, I don't know. I'm more excited and more. Um, inspired by the people who are like, this isn't right. This isn't right. Yeah. Not one bit. Like, I don't think it is. Harry Reid. So here's some, what, what Harry Reid? Harry Reid? Who? The Democratic guy. Who is that? I think he posted about his, Oh um, yeah. 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 Harry Reid. Yeah. Harry Reid? Harry Reid. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can we the say worst. Harry Reid? Uh, uh, say it as a question. Harry Reid? So he posted a thing, or his response was like, everyone's freaking out for good reason. This is bullshit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was great. Someone, like, in political life finally wasn't just like, well, let's hope he's the best president he could be. Like, it's not okay. Yeah. You can't just accept it. And there's there's um, some implied uh, discomfort in what Obama said recently. I think they interviewed him after he met with Trump, and he said you know, there are certain things I can't say or that I'm limited to do or support in office. So there's... When did he say that? Um, after the election or before? I, I think it was... I thought it was after. But maybe it was before. I don't know. See, this is the thing, right? It's stupid... So speaking of the media, 
everything just blurs together. Um, not just this week, yeah. but like, it's so hard to really filter through what yeah. is legitimate. And everything is a lie because, for example, uh, everyone's everyone's waiting on the liberal side for that hate crime to happen, mm-hmm. that like death. Yeah. So there is one, but it happened before the election. And it, I saw it get shared somewhere, and someone was like, this is actually from before the election. Oh, my God. So read articles before you post them, or at least Google it, or at least look at the URL. If it's like, if it's like liberalagenda.com posted about Trump <laughs> murdering Mike Pence, like, it's probably not real. Probably not real. But, um... You shouldn't post it because there's there's bad stuff to post besides yeah. that. So anyway, uh, also, so I'm hopeful. Do you know why I'm hopeful? Why? Because I'm really shocked. Why? <laughs> you should be shocked. Here's the thing: um, the anti-Trump people are all galvanized right now, and we're all organizing. Yeah. Um, there was this picture of an L.A. protest that I was like, that's not real. Because it was, like, a shit ton of people in the street. So oh. I looked it up, and it was actually real. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, yeah, today. 7,000, I think? Yeah. It was, like, 7,000. It was, like, 7,000 7, people, people, like, four days after the election. Like, it's still, still happening. happening. So I'm hopeful. The other thing is, I think there's a chance to get people to realize that they voted incorrectly and support us. Because he's okay. not, okay, like some people, because he's not appealing to his base anymore. Yeah. He's being establishment. <laughs> he's like not doing anything interesting with his cabinet. They're all like lobbyists. They're all like the establishment. There's like that gay basher gay Peter Thiel that's supposed to be part of the transition. But like mm. there's also people that... Wouldn't be what I imagined based on his campaign of, like, yeah. cleaning up the system and all that. But how... So, my question to that is, how... Do you think it will make a difference? Do you think that the, that his base will be upset by that? Because <laughs> no. he said a lot of <laughs> ridiculous things across the campaign that wouldn't necessarily appeal to this idea of Trump supporter, this, like archetype Trump supporter that we all have in our brain. So my feeling is that that's not going to matter to the base. Yeah. It's going to, they're going to be like, he's in there. It's, it's Trump. We wanted Trump. Right. And even though at this point it doesn't look like Trump's actually doing anything, he's delegating everything to Mike Pence yeah. and, um, just kind of, you know, Googling Obamacare. Uh, I think, I don't think it's going to matter. I think that the Trump supporters right now are like, we won, and like, look at all the liberals crying. And they're going out and they're potentially harassing randoms on the street. Um, So I don't know that that's going to have an effect. I think the marches and the walks and the protests and everything that's happening, I think that um, that continues, that's going to have the effect. Because that's, I mean, it sucks, but it's impacting... Traffic. It's impacting yeah. the day-to-day goings-on of cities. And, like, I don't usually align with Michael Moore or, like, what he says, but I think... Um, I know. He's, like, really... Joe, 
yeah, the morning Joe, like the day after, two days later, I can't remember, it's all blur. He was saying like, you know, listen, like these protests and these marches aren't happening in Berkeley or Ann Arbor. Like he mentioned Ann Arbor, which made me kind of happy. They're <laughs> happening in like Minneapolis and Portland and like not super like, I don't know, like a- activist the towns and yeah. cities these are happening like all over so um i've never felt more uh in line with like an activist yeah than i have i've been radicalized yeah oh yeah <laughs> trump radicalized me that's true <laughs> um is there any other trump news uh um, that we need to address i today? mean it's just a lot of unknowns it's just i just who knows yeah. everything's just i will and this, um, I think he's just going to be, it, I think it's just going to be everything that he said he's going to do. Yeah. I think he's going to do, or at least try to do. And I think the Republicans will let him do it. Mm-hmm. And all the shit that people hate about Republicans, uh, they're going to keep doing that and Trump is going to be their ally. So it's the worst of both worlds, really. Yeah. Um, Which is why it's important to um, organize and just really map out your network. Like, it sounds kind of corporate, but, like, you need to figure out who you know, what they do, what their strengths are. Yeah. Because when we organize and when we figure out what our groups are and what our causes are and what our most important next steps are, um, you're going to need that support. Um, You are. Yeah. So... Uh, how do you feel about Hillary Clinton still potentially being president through the Electoral College petitions? That's a really difficult question to answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that in this tumultuous <laughs> political climate that anyone would decide to break precedent again. Um, well, I mean, they have never broken precedent on this before. Like, no Electoral College has ever like, well, swayed it, right? Like, no, like, they voted for different people. Okay. That they weren't supposed to, but not in, that mattered. No, okay. Um, I mean, I'm all for it. I mean, of course I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing I think the way to do it is through protest in the streets okay. and not through an online signature. <laughs> I <laughs> I mean, that's great. you got to have a showing of scale for yeah. support of the idea for sure. It is it is necessary, I guess. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to get enacted unless there's complete chaos. And I don't know that the legal structure is one that a petition impacts the Electoral College. I mean, it doesn't. They're not legally bound to any sort of, like, hearing of petitions. Like, the White House, if it gets, like, what, like, 100,000 signatures, they have to... They respond. Respond, But right? they probably won't get to it before Obama's out, so... Yeah. So, yeah, the petition might not be the most effective route. It's a good... It makes you feel good. It does. When you put your name it on does. Uh, it. And if you don't know what petition we're talking about, which you probably... Actually, you might, if you've been, like, just off social media and not um, engaging. There actually are a couple different ones. I know there's the change... Um, one and there's like a move on one they're both the same thing like make make it so that the electoral college votes in alignment with the popular vote right um, uh, which would mean Hillary Clinton would be the president do you think she would say yes though 
I don't, that's what I was thinking. I haven't brought that up to anyone until now. But she technically already conceded. She did already concede, and this comes to what I was saying earlier. I don't know if I'm right about her being, like, personally so still like that 19, what is it, 79, 1969 feminist that gave that speech at her college. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah. Yeah, where she's, like, making the... She was like a hippie. Impossible possible. Yeah. yeah. She was like uh, an activist. Even if you go back to the 90s, or even before that when she was just um, the first lady of Arkansas, and she was like uh, refusing to use Clinton as her last name. Mm-hmm. She didn't do that until, like, I think... Way later. Way later. Like, she was already in yeah. the governor's mansion or whatever. Yeah. And um, she, like, realized she had to be what everyone thought a first lady should be just to (laughs) make change happen. So I don't know if she would go with that because I don't think she would think it's good for America. I think that she is already, I think throughout this campaign, um, she's already shown that she's thinking like a president. And what I mean by that is if you look at what's happened with Obama, inviting Trump to the White House, trying to reassure People, like, it's going to be okay, right? She's thinking like that. Like, she's already thinking, I don't want to cause turmoil. I'm thinking in terms of, like, the republic. And she doesn't necessarily, I don't think, believe that this, you know, turn of events, this switch in, you know, going from Donald Trump as president to, no, just kidding, Hillary Clinton as president, would help things. It would inflame... So how do you think that would go, though? So there's... I think that... I think that we would die. I think that... No, 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 that's not what I mean. Okay. (laughs) Ultimately, people are going to get hurt, is what I think. (laughs) There's so much to that. Yeah. Like, but at what point do you think she would step in and say no? Like, if it got all the way to the point where the Electoral College voted her in, and she was like, no, then I think there would be even more chaos if she said no, then yes. But... If it got to a point where it looked like this might actually happen, she said do you no. think she would step in at that point? Or no? I think she would. I think she would say... I mean, she would say something very kind. You know, I really you know, I appreciate the support. Yeah. And I, I understand, you know, but it's not my place. Right. Like, she would bow out immediately. Yeah, I think um, she probably would. Yeah. The other thing is... Okay, last scenario on this. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> last scenario. <laughs> I think if... It happened, and she was president. Okay. What do you think the streets of America look like then? I think... Are people dying? Right. So I think that there would be... The people that are protesting right now, I think that those people would continue to... I think they would go out and celebrate, right? But then they're immediately targets. And right. they're going to get run over by four-wheel drive trucks. Yeah, I feel like it would be civil war. I feel like it would be civil war. <laughs> like, not, like, officially, just, like, no one's total... Yeah, no one's seceding from the Union, but, like, all like if you looked at that map, I mean, there's a little bit of red everywhere, right? There's sprinklings of red throughout mm-hmm. the country. It would be, like, neighborhood versus neighborhood. Yeah. Like, with guns. It would be... <laughs> the, like, talk about school kids building walls against minorities. <laughs> okay. It would be... Building walls and stabbing oh. those very same minorities. Is it bad that I'm still kind of pushing for it, though? I mean, a lot of people... 
I just can't. I still, I will say this. I'm not crying anymore, but I still can't believe it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like there has to be some way to stop this still. Yeah. I just can't. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to believe it until, like, they pass their first bill. <laughs> like, like past inauguration, past, like, the whole beginning, like, the first major bill that passes that actually changes things is when I'll, like, be like, wow, this, this is really, is real. this is really happening. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's not real for me yet either because, you know, he's not president yet. He's president-elect. He's not, yeah. Um, and it, it will be probably inauguration day. It'll be that moment of like, oh my god. Are we going? So, I'm glad you mentioned that. There <laughs> is, they changed their name. It was um, the Million Women March. Mm-hmm. But now it's like Women Marching. Well, no, see, there's that after, the day after. But thought, that, there's like two. Oh. There's um, like hashtag not my president. That's like inauguration day. And then there's the, the march. And that's the day after. So I'm definitely going to the... Yeah, I'm going to the day after thing. You did you want to do the day after thing? I'm gonna do the day after thing. My um best bestie Jesse um is like organizing it and she wants to go and she hasn't decided she's coming up with um if we're gonna like run a van or if we're gonna like go down the night before, yeah. but like it's gonna be crazy no matter what. Yeah. So. Well if I go I'd wanna go with you, so Yeah, the problem the problem is Is it I like think, she can't handle a big group? Is it like bad or like what? No, I just, um, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. (laughs) But, um, my, I was thinking about this today, I was talking to my mom, um, but, like, going down on inauguration day does freak me out a little bit. There's a bug. (laughs) Bug lives matter. Inauguration day freaks you out. Inauguration day freaks me out because, you know, Trump... And wherever he goes is the target for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that don't appreciate him being the president of the United States and not just Americans, but like other people. <laughs> like there are a lot of people out there that don't want this to happen. Mm-hmm. So I feel like inauguration day is going to be and like, right. Like when Obama was a target first inauguration, right? Like there were reports of, I was reading about yeah, like their yeah. report, they didn't want him to walk outside of the... I mean, they never do, but, like, especially that historic moment, they're like, do not walk. Like, do not get out of the limousine and walk. Like, you are out in the open. Like, someone could just hurt you. So, I feel like the same thing, but maybe even amped up on steroids, kind of like Trump is. Like, so I'm I'm concerned about seeing him inaugurated. People make that Also, I don't see that crowd. Yeah, people make that connection to 2008, Obama and all the protests, but I don't remember... Any dissent. No. Like, I'm... Like, back then was when that racist, like, hate group was, like, a... a, You could brush off that minority, because, like... But now it's, like, grown. Yeah. (laughs) And, um... Yeah, I... I don't know what would happen if he got assassinated. It would be worse, because we'd have Pence. So I'm, I mean, would it be worse though? Because if he really is, I mean, 
You don't know. If he really is the know. next Hitler... That'll be a topic. That'll be... We'll, we'll do a whole po- a whole episode on what if Trump's assassinated. We'll do that. Um, yeah, so I... I went to this thing today. I want to talk about this because I think support... Like, we're doing a lot... We're, I, I realized earlier I made a joke and I, I my process is to, like, joke about a lot of things. Um, it makes me feel better. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. Just a heads up. Um, but I went to this really supportive event today um, organized by a woman who um, works, like, kind of tangentially with the White House and with the government. Um, and so it was a really cool meeting because I realized one, everyone's going through a different stage of the process right now. Um, two, it taught me a lot about like some of the next steps, like how do we, it's not cheesy, but how do we heal (laughs) the nation essentially? And, um, one of the takeaways I got from it was, you know, the people that got us into this mess aren't just the, the people that got excited about the Trump presidency, but it was us, right? Like, it was kind of everybody. Like, we, I personally was complacent. I didn't rock the boat. I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about what a Bernie Sanders presidency would mean. And yeah. I was HRC all the way. Um, not that I don't think she'd make an amazing president. I just don't think, like, now's the right time, right? Obviously, clearly, it didn't work out. It didn't. Um... <laughs> But, like, thinking about, like, okay, how what happened, you know, how can we prevent that going forward, and how do we, like, talk to those people who really empow- enabled... Yeah. Uh, I think it was complacency. Yeah. That did it. Also, I heard a lot today, um, you know, us as these liberal people, like, sometimes we're too nice. We don't want to get into these conflicts because we don't feel that maybe that person's point of view is um, productive or, or valuable. Like, we don't think that the... Is that nice? <laughs> right, well, well, well we're not engaging... Yeah, it's condescending. It's condescending, but it's we're not going to engage in... We're not going to call it out. Yeah. Or we're not going to ha- try to have a productive conversation about getting past those feelings or really getting to the core of it. Um, so complacency and, like... I mean, I hate to use this word, but it's sort of like that elite, like elitism. Like, well, I'm... I'm yeah. educated, and I'm smart, and I know things, and I treat people better. Here's the um, thing. Um, the Washington, D.C. Democrats have an issue where they do engage in those conversations too much. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, in 2009 or whatever, when they were debating the Affordable Care Act, <laughs> uh... Brent is trying to play footsie with me somehow. Hey. But anyway, they were, like, trying to compromise with Republicans on the Affordable Care Act, but they didn't have to. They could have passed whatever they wanted to at that time. And um, that's why I hate the current Democrats. Yeah, the party is a mess. Like, it didn't, it, it's ineffective and it doesn't They're represent. very ineffective. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I think the reason that they, I mean, they lost touch, right? They lost touch with the white working class, the white... <laughs> the white, the white, it's just the, all the whites. The whites. It's they not even the working class. The all the rich whites, um, all the poor whites. Yeah. If you're white, a majority of your white people voted yeah. for Trump. So, somehow, the Republican Party became, 
even more... <laughs> they treated white people like a minority. Well, Trump did. Exactly. They appealed to... I'm giving you a uh, voice that you don't have. You're not being heard exactly. But it, it was all a fantasy. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing? Well, I want to talk a little bit about that group. Sorry. Um, so you no. went to a group, yeah, so to, a group today. One of the things that if you are... Um, two things. If you're thinking about meeting up, or if you've met up already, um, or if you have another meeting scheduled, or what, wherever you're at in your meetup process... Um, one thing we did that was really helpful was we went around, I mentioned this earlier, we went around the room and we all held like a, it was actually a, bu- a box of chocolates from the White House that had Obama's signature on it. And if you're holding the chocolates, it was your turn to speak. <laughs> and um, she asked us to lead, Beth um, asked us to lead with I statements, like I, I'm carrying this feeling or this with me since the election happened. Um, and that was really cool to just establish, like, where everyone was at in the process. So you knew that, like, okay, these people over here, like, they're angry. These people are still grieving. These people are ready to, like, make lists and, like, figure things out. So and then we split up. We, like, split off into those groups um, after we talked. We had an open discussion for a while and then actually um, started doing things. So that was the first thing. The second thing we talked about was establishing and identifying your networks um we talked a lot about like what people do for a living uh as a network so um the examples on the board were like one person volunteers at the library so she has like those resources at her disposal um another person was um involved with like climate change and they, they work for like a climate organization it's a fancy group yeah so identifying your network and just like what you can do and what you can bring to the table going forward because there's going to be a lot of different issues that people want to advocate for and make change with and as well as like protect what's under siege and what's potentially going to be under threat going forward so identifying who can do what who can help with what um is a really important stage and it's not hard to do you just have to ask like sean what do you do for a living how can that benefit planning um so I encourage you all to do similar things. Um, all, I mean, I don't know how often we're going to meet up, but I'll, I can share that progress in this format uh, for anybody that wants to do a similar thing um, yeah. on their own. Yeah. Ann Arbor Ypsilanti area. Yeah. BT, BT dubs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so maybe we'll do blog posts on the site. But anyway. That's Here's the thing. I think there's an immediate need. Yeah. That, depending on how fucking crazy things get, um, might be the only need to keep people safe. Yeah. Because uh, shit's going down. Today, Colin got an email because he still signed up for the U of M alerts. Um, someone in Ann Arbor had their hijab... hijab how do you she yeah, yeah had it ripped job. off. Um, no, or, she. I'm sure, someone threatened her. Yeah, so a smell like the report says, offensive smelling or foul smelling, uh, possibly intoxicated, unkempt man uh, yeah. approached this woman, um, told her to remove her hijab or he was going to set her on fire with his lighter. Fire you. Yeah, and she did. Yeah, I would. So that's fucked up. 
And I think, um, so it's the most liberal city in Michigan that that happened in. So that's scary. I feel like protesting is the thing you want to organize. Also traveling in groups. I mean, it's, and yeah, keep people safe. You can travel in like protest size groups or <laughs> yeah. Protest size groups. Like two to or have a friend buddy system. Plus. Yeah. So, um, just be safe. Just, yeah. You know, I mean, it's stupid. It's like parental <laughs> advice. Like your mom always says, you know, don't walk by yourself at night, but like, don't walk by yourself at night, especially if you are. And it's unfortunate. Like Sean and I, we didn't really go into this, but we're, we're both white yeah um cisgender men right and we i i we could pass right like i don't necessarily i'm not walking around wearing like yeah rainbow flag on my back and saying like i'm queer i'm not like that we're pretty gay but people don't call us faggots on the street exactly we call each other that (laughs) yeah so um but like i was talking with a good friend of mine who is a woman of color she doesn't have a white face that she can put on when she goes out right so she's stuck um, and she is a target just because she is who she is. So yeah. if, you know, it's unfortunate, but if you are clearly someone of color or if you are wearing a job or something, like, it's even more important that you find ways to stay safe. Yeah. Like, if you're white and you're a man, yeah. like, we should reach out to our friends that aren't that. Yeah. And be like, let me know if you're going anywhere. It's yeah. scary. And be a nice, be a nice white, not an evil, a nice white, racist white. Yeah. Um, that isn't to say if you are a white man and you're feeling insecure that you shouldn't travel in Paris either, but like seriously, just everyone be safe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why whenever I start talking about like policy activism, I'm like, God, this doesn't sound right. And I just realized like, cause I'm still scared. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm still scared for everyone, but um, anyway, for, as far as policy goes, I haven't talked to you about this, but yeah, I've always um, had this idea for a while about how there's no easy way to figure out what your state legislature or the federal senate is doing. So if there was like an application that was like here's everything your state, whatever representatives yeah. are voting on today. You can click a button to like call your representative right there. Yeah. And just like, if you scheduled like five minutes out of your day, if everyone did that, like every single thing we want would happen <laughs> like really fast. Um, so yeah, if, if you're uh, an app developer <laughs> or you know anything about policy, or you are excited about that idea and just want to help. Yeah. Um, I'll make a post on it. Also, fun fact I learned today um, about how you can affect change with your local government or your state government. Um, I was reading that, you know, emails and letters are, I mean, they're not ineffective, but they're just not as effective as calling. Yeah, calling. Yeah. Um, and especially calling in numbers, you know, because emails and letters get mm-hmm. typically vetted by like staffers. Yeah. Um, and so they get a lot of one thing. Sure. That sends a statement, but when they reply to those, it's usually a form letter. But if you call and talk to somebody that has much more of an impact because you're talking to a real person yeah. and that person's got your back. Like they have to voice your concern. Yeah. So um, a little more background. I, 
first got that idea, remember that internet thing that happened where there was going to be, like, no, like, the... <laughs> I forgot the, like, acronym for it, but there was this bill that was going to be introduced that was going to, like, shut down the internet's openness. Yeah, yeah I was going to... And, like, everyone called their congressman. Yeah. And it did not pass. Like, even Republicans, Democrats, they didn't pass it. Exactly. So, like, since then, I was like, shit, this really works. <laughs> but nobody does it. Because that time it took uh, the biggest marketing campaign you've ever seen... Like, the front page of Google was blacked out. Wikipedia, Tumblr, probably Facebook, I don't remember. Uh, everything was, like, blacked out with a message about it. Um, so, yeah, on a smaller scale, if there was some way to get out that... Here's what's, here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. It, yes or no. Like, you'd have to click, like, yes or no if you want this. Like, call for either way. And here's a script you can use yeah um it'd be cool that'd be really cool and And that's i feel like that's really all you can do if we're gonna fight if it's if on a larger scale we can't prevent this administration from happening we're gonna have to fight every small thing that happens right and it's not gonna be fun it's not gonna be like let's protest about Bill B fifty two point nine section A. Like it's gonna be a lot of you're work. You're gonna have to call. But I'm very. I was thinking about like ten years from now, right? Yeah. Um, or even like twenty years from now, like this, our generation and our like what we're do- if if organizing and protesting and working for it catches on, we're gonna have the most civically involved generation upcoming like that's gonna be fantastic like can you imagine if everybody was like yeah i i mean i i'm sure like some of our family and our our uh previous generations have felt this you know like yeah well i marched and i did this but um it's gonna be so cool that everyone has like that story like yeah i got involved and i did this and here's yeah. where we're at so our generation had like nothing like a no. like a vietnam or like no like a civil rights movement we've no, had even the war in afghanistan we've come close this year in iraq Black Lives like, Matter. there wasn't the turnout that like anything got so i think we're we're on the brink of that next like our our generation's vietnam movement yeah. our you know so <laughs> civil rights movement whatever yeah. so um it's exciting it's terrifying but it is i'm i'm like i'm some people are ready for this i wasn't ready for this earlier this week but like i'm starting to think more about like 20 years out like what is it going to feel like looking back like did we make a difference Will we be in a concentration camp? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. Will we even be? <laughs> well, yeah. If we're, um, you know, if we're, if we're they're just gonna kill. They're gonna keep us. They're gonna kill us. That's true. Anyway, well, we'd still, we'd still be there. We'd just be, <laughs> just be dead. <laughs> so, um, we're at fifty-five minutes. I think we covered a lot of the things you wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, going forward, again, we're gonna be doing just check-ins with each other, seeing how we're feeling. Um, if you're feeling any kind of way, comment, like, whatever you can yeah. do. I don't, I'm not quite sure how this works They yet. can do all that. Yay! Um, Whether it be on soundcloud.com or on our site, you can comment, or on Facebook. Hey! Yeah. Cool. So, that's good. If there's anyone listening at all, that's cool. If any one of those people is a Trump supporter... I don't know why you would be. 
I really don't. But I'd like to talk to you. Oh. Uh, I think we should have a segment where we f- try to have a polite conversation. We could even, um, this is an idea I just had, but we could even have some sort of like exchange with somebody, the Trump supporter. It could yeah. be online and we could like act it out and read it. <laughs> That's true. That would be, I feel like that would end up being more funny. That'd be <laughs> also easier to do. That'd be actually, easier. Talk, finding someone that we know that is Trump supporter. Yeah, I mean, and we'd we'd have to. I mean, no one's. We're not going to find them through this podcast. We'd have to find them. Yeah, yeah. Also, Sean and I are going to be very careful not to reveal any details about where we live or. True. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, where we work or anything like that. At three, four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Because I just realized, like, we don't know. We don't. This administration, but you know what? They come for us. We are you coming for me, Hanny? Hanny. Um, then they're gonna come for us, and God damn it, if we aren't gonna march, so I just. Uh, what are we on social media? We are. Sur- yeah, let's do all the things. We are surviving President Trump on Facebook. We are surviving Trump one on Twitter, on SoundCloud. You can't really choose. <laughs> you can't really choose your URL, but search surviving President Trump. And um, survivingpresidenttrump.com. It's been a pleasure. It has. All right. Love ya.